0: want to start with a story this morning and so I actually used this story a few years ago on a homily so if you've heard it before well tough you're going to hear it again <laughs> but I think it bears repeating so in my first couple of years in the seminary we would um, do different apostolic outreach type of things so we would rotate for a few weeks doing like helping a youth group or going to the nursing home or going to the prison to visit prisoners, things like that. And so one of the rotations was to go to the hospital and bring communion to the patients there. So I started my four-week rotation, and I was going to get a list, the same list every week of the same patients, to go to them and see if they wanted communion or at least just to pray or even just to talk to them, you know, to spend a little time with them. And so it was my first week there. I was going through the list. Everything was going great. It's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to bring communion to people and to pray with them when they're in the hospital. So I'm going down the list. It's awesome. And then finally, I get towards the end of the list, and I go into this one guy's room. And, you know, I don't remember who he was or his name or anything like that, but I remember going in there, um, and it was a different experience than what I had experienced up to that point. He treated me pretty rudely. You know, we'll put it that way. Um, He didn't want me to be there. He didn't want communion. He didn't want to pray. He didn't want to talk to me. No matter how hard I tried or what I said, he just wanted me gone, basically. So I said, okay, I'll I'll see you next week. And so that's what I did. I, I came back week two, going through the list. Everything's great. I come back to this guy's room. Same thing. You know, he doesn't want to see me. He doesn't want me to be there. All right, so week three, I come back same deal everything's going great i'm going down the list i get to this guy's room and this week i can tell that uh, actually there's an argument happening in the room Um, one of his family members were there i could tell things were a little bit heated um, things were a little tense and so i came in and we'll say he treated me even more rudely this time when i came in and uh, you know i felt bad i i wanted just to be able to do something for him you know i wanted to be able to help him in some way but he just wasn't open to it, right? And so I left and and I came back week four last week, I'm going through the rounds, everything's great, I come back to this guy's room. And as I'm walking up to the room, I had the thought to myself, you know what? If I just skipped this guy today, no one would ever know. (laughs) Right, I could just write on the sheet, that he didn't want a, a visit, just like I had done the past three weeks, I would move on and I would avoid whatever rudeness was in store for me. But then I thought to myself, you know, what if this is the time? I, probably it won't be, but what if this is the one time that he actually wants to pray with somebody? So I decided to go in and just to, to see what would happen. And the most amazing thing happened when I walked in. I walked in there and he saw me and he said, I'm so glad you came back this week. I've been waiting all week to apologize to you. It was amazing. You know, this, this beautiful moment of, of reconciliation between us, but even more so, the work of Jesus Christ being done in that moment. Not because I had done anything special or anything extraordinary, but just because I went back into his room. I just did the small thing that I was supposed to do. And in that moment, Jesus opened up the doors for a great moment of grace. We talked, we prayed together, um, and it was beautiful. And then I went on my way. And so I tell you this story, brothers and sisters, just to illustrate the way that Jesus so often works in our lives. You know, Jesus doesn't very often ask us to go out and do big, extraordinary things. He simply asks us to be faithful uh, in the small matters in life. To look towards him, to be open to his will um, through the small things. And this is what we see happening, I think, in the first reading from Exodus. You know, the Jews had just been delivered out of Egypt by God, and they're wandering in the desert. You know, they don't have a permanent settlement. They don't have any uh, uh, fortifications. They don't have much of an army ready. And yet the Amalekites are coming upon them. They're about to attack them. And then they call out to God and say, Lord... We need your help or else we're in big trouble here. We see what Moses does. You know, he goes up on the hill. He's overlooking the battle. And the story we get is that Moses simply held up his hands over the battle. He simply held up his hands. And Aaron and Hur were there to help him hold up his hands when he got tired. Because we hear that, you know, when his hands were up and when he was raising his eyes to God and being open to God's will, that's when things would go well for them in the battle. When he got tired and let his hands down, that's when uh, things would get worse. And there's nothing about that action of him holding up his hands that's anything special. You know, God doesn't ask Moses to go into the battle and to beat everyone by himself and win it single-handedly. No, Moses is just there being faithful in the small matter. Just keeping his hands up, just raising his eyes to God and being open to the work of God. Again, that illustrates how so often excuse me, God works through the small things. He asks us to be faithful in the small duties in our lives, whether it's in our families, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's at work or uh, amongst coworkers, amongst neighbors, just to do the little things out of love that we know we're supposed to do. And this leads us into our gospel today as well. We see that Jesus asks for perseverance in prayer. We get the story of the dishonest judge and the widow that goes to him, and the judge doesn't want to give her the right decision because he's a good man or something. He's not. He's a bad man. Yeah, it's through her persistence that we see the judge giving the right decision. Jesus calls us to that same type of perseverance, to keep going to God, to keep lifting our eyes to God, to keep opening our hearts to that work that God wants to do in our lives, even if it's just in small ways. I think the biggest mistake that we really make a lot of the times, or at least I find myself making it sometimes, is that we see God as the dishonest judge. When we're praying to God, we think of him that way. We think of him as just someone sitting up there, not caring about our prayers, not wanting to listen to us again, Thinking like, oh man, Bob is, is calling me again. He's asking for the same thing over and over again. No, God's not like that. God is our Father. Our Father in heaven who loves us. We are his beloved sons and daughters. He delights to hear our petitions, the things that we ask for. He delights when we open our hearts to him uh, and, and receive his will in our lives. Brothers and sisters, we have to remember this when we pray, when we persevere in in prayer, we're going to God, our Heavenly Father, who desires to grant the things that we ask for. He gave us our hearts. He gave us our desires. He gave us the things that we want inside, the things that will truly fulfill us. He wants to grant those things, but in His way, according to His will. And that's truly what He asks from us, is simply that openness and the faithfulness in the little things so let us continue to go to the Lord and invite him into our families to say the nice things to do our chores uh, to persevere in our tasks at work, to persevere in those small prayers throughout the day again, God doesn't often ask us for the big extraordinary things he asks us to be faithful in the small matters, so let us continue to open our hearts to the Lord to be faithful always to him in the big things and the small things to carry our crosses well and to let him be the one to work the great miracles in our lives.